Welcome to Lose Yourself with Dr. Mike Cunningham, Bible teacher in Vineyard, Utah. When we lose ourselves in worldly distractions, we lose our value, our purpose, and our passion in exchange for temporal experiences. But Jesus says that whoever would lose their life for his sake will find it. Let's learn what it means to lose yourself with Dr. Mike. Welcome to Lose Yourself. I'm Dr. Mike Cunningham, and I'm so glad you could join me for today's program. Well, we've been in an amazing new series on discipleship to start the year, and we've been off to a great start. We've talked about many aspects of the discipleship process, but as promised, today we're going to begin our differentiation between Christian education, spiritual formation, discipleship, and other spiritual disciplines, if you will. And I think it's important to take a moment to talk about this because these words take on such different meanings for different people, depending on their background and their experiences. For someone who grew up in a church, perhaps you went to a private Christian school, or maybe you went through a set curriculum growing up or a confirmation type experience where there was a rite of passage associated with you learning the tenets of the Christian faith. Others might be coming to a church later in life, and this is just very foreign to them. Perhaps they played against the private Christian school and had a negative experience. Sometimes when we look at certain programmatic ministries, certain fringes of homeschool or private Christian school that look very strict and very legalistic, they can have this stereotype. But I want to tell you is there are many wonderful programs, schools, homeschools that have great curriculum that accomplish this goal. And it's up to the parent and up to the Christian to figure out what's the best avenue to get the Word of God in your heart. Very common passages associated with this is 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. It says, All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. Friend, we cannot succeed if we don't know the Word of God. We cannot grow in our faith if we're ignorant about the Bible and about the core tenets of the Christian faith. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Ephesians 6.4 adds, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. And finally, very common, is the Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be on the frontlets between your eyes. This means that our faith is not something that we just relegate to certain hours of the week, in certain settings, and with a certain formality. It means that Christian education can happen at the dinner table. It can happen as you work. It should be part of our life. And in the discipleship process, really as we're doing the one-on-one, whether it's with your child or children, or through your church. These are opportunities for you just to debrief, but always have some form of content 
in this discipleship process because our feelings are important and we can support each other through our emotional baggage and through our life experiences. But without the content and without the foundation of our faith, it's just kind of eventually proves pointless. And we just are just talking for the sake of talking. But when there's purpose and when there's the opportunity to grow in your faith through the core teachings of scriptures, we find that we not only share each other's burdens, we empower people not only to move on in their spiritual journey, we equip them to in turn equip someone else, as we've talked about in this series. So as we talk about Christian education, let's see a quick couple of definitions. Howard Hendricks, iconic professor of Christian education at Dallas Theological Seminary, said, Christian education is not an option. It's an order. It's not a luxury. It is a life. It is not something nice to have. It is something necessary to have. It is not part of the work of the church. It is the work of the church. It's not extraneous. It is essential. It's our obligation, not merely an option. He's referring to the Great Commission of making disciples. There's a pithy statement that says, don't just keep the faith, give it away. And that's what it's talking about. When, As we're making disciples, we are to share the good news of salvation from the power and penalty of sin by faith in the redemptive work of Christ. And we're to teach the revealed truth of God's written and living word to persons of all ages and stages of life in the process of becoming Christ's true disciples. And so as parents, pastors, and disciples of Jesus, we teach others also, both young and old, to know, keep, and share the faith with the generations to come. That's from Christian Education from Moody Publishers. And from that work, which is the Christian Education Foundations for the Future, which is a classic, Randolph Crump Miller states, Christian education is the effort to make available for our generation, children, young people, and adults, the accumulated treasures of Christian life and thought in such a way that God in Christ may carry on his redemptive work in each human soul and in the common life of man. Jim Wilhoit adds, theology is crucial to Christian education. Often Christian education has been accused of drifting far from orthodox theological teaching, particularly in regards to the Christian view of human nature and spiritual growth. This drifting is unfortunate for Christian education is lost unless grounded in biblically-based teaching. No matter how much zeal a Christian educator may have, it is of little use without an awareness of the essential theological underpinning of the faith. Christian education may sound a little bit legalistic. It might sound a little bit intimidating because it measures. It wants to make sure that did the student actually learn what they're supposed to learn? Is there a systematicness that is useful in the discipleship process? And for that, I say yes. I say that without scripture, without truth, all we're learning is opinions. And you can get opinions anywhere. You can find all kinds of folksy thoughts and different ideas that sound good on the bookshelves of every bestseller every year. But what we offer in Christian education is the timelessness of the gospel, communicated by the saints, communicated by godly people through the years to make sure that this beautiful heirloom 
is passed from generation to generation to generation that not only is not just going to, quote unquote, help us in our life or encourage us in our life, it is salvation. It is hope. It is the forgiveness of sin. It is the transformation of life. It is the hope that we can hand to people in a dark world that is just spinning its wheels, chasing after things that are not going to satisfy. And in many cases, things that are damaging distractions that are going to cause them to miss life's purpose and the beauty of the gospel. That's why we need more than just self-help. We need more than just encouragement. We need more than just to be a listening ear. We need to ground people in the truth of the gospel. And this is what separates doctrine, Christian education, equipping, is what separates this process from just hollow spirituality. Spirituality not grounded in scripture or doctrine or truth just becomes self-absorbed and narcissistic. We end up focusing just on ourselves. And friend, you don't need a religion or a spiritual experience to think about yourself. It's pointless. What that does is it distracts us from the real work that God can do in our life. And so as we move forward in this, I want to make sure that our Christian education aspect begins in the home. And this is probably going to be a two-part message where I'm going to first talk about what needs to happen within our families. And then next week, I'll probably tackle things like seminary for pastors, Christian education when it's appropriate, when you're raising up your children. Do you put your child in the private Christian school? Do you homeschool your child? Do you supplement their schooling experience with church programs? Those are things that we can talk about next week. But today I want to talk about the unique challenge and expectation that every Christian family disciple their children, to teach them the ways of faith, to ground them in the Word. And friend, for example, with my son recurrently, we're going through the New City Catechism, which you don't have to go that route, but it's a simple booklet that asks a simple question with answers and we sit around the table. A pastor friend of mine in Houston, he recommends several family meals every week. And when you have those meals, you pray, you have a devotion time, and you not only come together as a family and have an open dialogue and good communication, you also use that meal table as a location to disciple your family. Discipleship doesn't just happen to happen on Sundays. It doesn't have to be in a formal process. In many cases, is it could be as you go, day to day, having those conversations. But it can't just be touchy-feely. It's got to be grounded in something substantial. Otherwise, you'll forget all about it. But when those conversations and those meals are centered around something of substance, when you can look up six months later, a year later, years later, and think about all the things you learned and taught in those settings, the foundation that you built for that person, the concepts they understand, their ability to articulate the tenets of the Christian faith. That doesn't just happen, friend. And sometimes we make it a lot harder than it has to be. When we're able to sit down as families 
and invest in our children and answer hard questions and grow together. Because as they grow as students of the Bible, we grow as teachers and mature elders in our families. And that reciprocal relationship leads us both into a deeper relationship with God that, frankly, we can't get on our own. For parents listening, there's many great options for curriculum to go through with your kids. I had Ron Hunter on several months ago, who has the D6 curriculum, which is very, very easy to use. Gospel Project from Baptist Publishers. There's the New City Catechism. There is Awana. And if you'll just Google around, you can find something, and or perhaps your faith tradition has their own resources. But I highly recommend you find something to help steer those conversations and guide you in your journey to equip your kids in the faith. As we wind down today's episode, let's just focus on that family bit. My question to you, friend, are you having faith conversations with your family? Are you having faith conversations with, perhaps with family members that are not believers. And if so, you don't have to get super argumentative about that either. If you ground your children in the faith, stay faithful, stay regular in those conversations, piece by piece, bit by bit, you will lay a foundation for their faith, a faith that they can understand, that they can articulate, and that they can lean on later in life when life gets hard. That's where I'm going to leave us today, that friend, Christian education does not have to be a scary word. It doesn't have to evoke imagery that is difficult. Christian education is one of the most important things as parents that we do for our children. Next week, we're going to talk about other forms of Christian education, and I hope you'll join me for that conversation. Thank you for joining me today, and I'll see you on the next episode of Lose Yourself. This has been Lose Yourself. Lose Yourself is a teaching ministry of Bible teacher, Dr. Mike Cunningham. For more information about Mike and his ministry, check out his blog at loseyourself.life. Until next time, make it your ambition to lose yourself to Christ. Lose Yourself is a production of Key Radio.